Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, Movie Geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of the show. It is Fantasy Movie Draft Week, and it's it's an exciting one, guys. I'm pretty excited. So we're in the middle of October, and we're doing only horror movies this month. And in that vein, we're only doing horror fantasy movie drafts. And the one we got tonight is, is a big one. The theme is 1990s horror movies. And with a theme that big... I got to go big uh, with our drafters tonight, and I'm bringing back two vets from two of my favorite podcasts out there. I'm going to go with uh, the draft order tonight in introducing these two gentlemen. We're going seven rounds tonight because we only have three drafters, so it's going to be high and tight and exciting. First on the board with the first pick in tonight's draft, he picked the draft order. I got my boy from the East Coast, East Coast Justin, Justin Esquivel from the Epic Film Guys. What's up, Justin? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I was just in your neck of the woods, unfortunately. I didn't get to see you when I was out there. We didn't make anything happen, man. And uh, I just had a lot of shit going on when I was there. But I did see a ton of movie locations, like Paul said, pre-show. So I'm doing fantastic. It's horror season. I'm so glad to be here for another movie, Jeff, and especially for 90s horror. It's literally like the you know the black sheep, you know the the redheaded stepchild of the genre, the, the 90s horror films. No one likes to talk about those for some reason, so I'm happy to be here to talk about those. Speaking of things no one was going to talk about, I wasn't going to talk about my sadness that Justin came all the way across the country to my neck of the woods, to my town of Los Angeles, and you know, you're looking on Facebook and you see thousands of pictures of Justin everywhere. He literally was all around my house, and uh, I even, you know, even messaged him, what's up, dude, what's up? No, no, no love. No love from, J- I saw, from East I Coast Justin. I saw no one that I knew out there. I saw no one that I knew out there. My wife saw someone that she knew when we were out there. I saw no one. So I was very limited in what I was allowed to do. Uh, so, so the guy that's picking second behind you, Justin, uh, can speak to my sadness. Uh, it's our boy Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews all the way over in Australia. What's going on, Paul? How are you doing, sir? I am good. Hello, Justins. It's great to be here. It's, it's very exciting to be part of this draft. It, as Justin says, 90s horrors don't get a lot of love, but, uh, but I have to say I've got a bit of a bone to pick this episode. Last time I appeared on this, it was as the first ever Versus countdown, and obviously Justin and Nick took it out, beat Wayne and I, after Wayne's somewhat contentious pick of a James Bond film. But anyway, let's not go back there. So, like, for me... For me, this is this is the Rocky Two of draft oh. fantasy movie drafts. Justin is Justin East Coast. Justin is Apollo Creed, and I am Rocky Balboa, which I guess makes you Mickey, Justin. So let's just roll with that. <laughs> I w- you know what I was thinking it was Rocky Four, and both Justin and I were Rocky, and you were Drago, because <laughs> <laughs> we're like yay America, and you're. You're representing Australia down under. But you, you know what, Paul? If I came to Australia, 
I would come by and say, hey to you, man. You know, because we're you buds. We're, 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 I would expect that. You would expect that, right? Like, at least say hello, yes. like a bro hug or something. Um, <laughs> some Invisible bro hug or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, speaking, so speaking of rematches, like, you, you guys were, were versus each other, and, and that uh, that was a fun episode. But uh, our 80s horror episode earlier this year, this is a rematch from that because... Justin and I went head to head with a few others in that draft, but I won by one vote in the end over Justin Ooh. in that draft. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting tonight, guys. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, let's get records out of the way. So, Paul, you're zero and four, right? Woo! I think I've come second in three of four, <laughs> of those four. You know, and one of those was a versus, so I was destined to come second. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still looking for your first win. Uh Justin yeah, yeah. is just, Justin is one and one. Is that correct, Justin? That's right. Um so like I said, we, we got vets here. We know how to play the game. If you've never listened to a fantasy movie draft episode, uh we combine the love of fantasy sports with our love of movies. And like I said, we're only drafting nineties horror movies tonight, seven rounds, so that means we will have twenty one movies. That will be picked off the board in the end. Everyone will be able to pick their favorite on social media. So before we get to drafting, let's get something really important out of the way. Um, it's in the middle of October. Uh, it's good drinking weather here in L.A. Uh, I got to see what you guys are drinking. Justin, what are you drinking uh, on the East Coast? Actually, I waited in line for two hours for this beer this morning. I've been talking about this brewery quite often on our show when I'm ever on our show, because that doesn't happen that often lately. Um, but it's the <laughs> Aslan Brewing Company's Astro Zombie. It's a double IPA, double dry hopped. It's a New England style IPA, which is like my thing right now. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love it very, very much. It's delicious. Awesome. Awesome. Paul, uh, it's it's in the morning over there down under. What What are you drinking, sir? Well, it is, it is the morning, but only just. It's about to turn midday, so I feel it's okay to end up the weekend by drinking a Fat Yak Original Pale Ale, which actually tastes like sweet success because it was a carton I won in a bet, and therefore there is no better kind of beer. Ooh. Okay. So, going with the luck. Going with the luck tonight in the drink. Um, and, and similar to that, I started out with some... Uh, Firestone 805 tonight, but I've switched over because it's Shocktober. I can't go, you know, a draft without <laughs> w- without drinking some Shock Top, guys. You know, I got some Shock Top. So uh, I got to get me some of this. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Duty from our boy Duty from Shaking Not Nerd. I think I've, I, he's turned to the dark side. He, he likes Shock Top as well. So Ooh. the more people that I can get on the Shock Top bandwagon, uh, it's a good thing, guys. You know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, so, guys, I think it's time. Let's do this. Let's get into it. I love 90s horror, and I can't wait to do this one with you guys. So, let's start the 1990s horror fantasy movie draft. No! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you got to say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. 
I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance, make coup fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. Not only is it weird when I'm on a draft with Justin because we're both named Justin, and so some some people say Justin, and I'm like, who are you talking to? But my middle name happens to be Paul, so this is doubly weird what? for me. Oh man, how are we gonna do this? <laughs> so, um, what do you guys want to do? I'm I'm cool with people calling me winners if that makes it easier. Is that cool? Yep. And then we sure. and we could just call me, or I'll, or I'll say West Coast Justin or East Coast Justin. <laughs> <laughs> that works as well. Whatever works, whatever works, or like shithead or asshole. Because this might get heated, guys. I know we're we're all big fans of the horror genre, right? Very passionate, very passionate. Definitely. Okay. All right. So, um. East Coast Justin, uh, his name was picked out of the hat, which means he picked the draft order for tonight, and he picked the draft order of himself going first, Paul going second, and myself going third. Um, and like I said, we're going seven rounds in a snake-like serpentine manner. So let's get started with round one, fellas. Uh, this is big, 1990s, uh, a good decade for horror. Esquivel, you got the first pick of the entire draft. What are you going to go with, sir? Okay, well, I'm not going to surprise you guys. If any of you recall, the last hor- the last movie <laughs> draft I did with you guys, okay, there was I had like a controversial pick as well. Wayne had a controversial pick, and I had one as well, and I got a lot of shit for it, and I stood by it. <laughs> and my first pick is actually going to be the first film in that series, that is Wes Craven's Scream. Yes, yeah. had to be great pick. Easy pick. No, no surprise there. Easy pick. Not no surprise. And this film came at a time when the horror genre was not a big money maker. I mean, there was a lot of direct-to-video horror films. I mean, horror fans still watched horror movies that were coming out, but it was just not a big money maker it, until Wes Craven's Scream came out with a brilliant script by Kevin Williamson, just blew everyone out of the water. Slowly though. It built after time. It wasn't a box office success immediately, but I love this movie. It's both fun, it's both brutal, and it's got like a satirical sense to it. I absolutely adore this movie. It's in my top 10 horror films ever made, so I had to pick it first, guys. So it's Scream. All right. All right. Well, I mean, Scream's a classic. I assumed it to go first. It would probably be the 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 most obvious uh number one in this draft so um great pick i was just listening to the soundtrack that I, as i was pre-gaming for tonight so uh, great soundtrack i love that soundtrack it's like i love it but it's like the it's the most 90 it's like one of the most 90s 90s horror soundtracks out there like you're like okay they didn't really try to evergreen this soundtrack at all it definitely dates the movie but it it works man it's it's a great movie so uh, great pick, Justin, East Coast Justin, with your first pick, which means, Paul, you got your first pick uh, of the draft uh, with a second pick. Um, what are you going to go with, man? Yeah, hard act to follow because I think that's the head and shoulders film above all the other 90s horror films, as much as there are some absolutely fantastic ones left out there. And it comes down to two for me. I'm obviously not going to mention the other one, but after, well, what's that about? 90 seconds of deliberation, I've opted to go with... M. Night Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense as my first pick. Ooh. I see dead people. I wasn't, I wasn't actually expecting that one this soon, but great pick, man. 
I've gone with the uh, the most popular one online, and I think one of the greatest twist endings in history. It made his career. He's still trading off that goodwill, bloody twenty whatever it is year later, years later, and it's one of the only films I can honestly say actually kind of scared me when I saw it at the cinema. Two or three scenes gave me a chill down the spine. It, um, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's also the highest grossing, um. Or one of the highest grossing horror movies ever. Or Yeah, I, I think it, it just beat it out. So it, it, it just it, passed it's been it. relegated. Yep. There you go. There you go. Um a movie that uh Bruce Willis is actually tolerable in, you know? Oh <laughs> I can agree with that. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> you you know sometimes when you're watching a Bruce Willis movie and you're like his his act like the 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 energy coming off him as an actor, it's like he's a dead man. So when you're watching yep. Sixth Sense, you're like, this totally lines up. How did I not get this? You know, he needs to play more dead men, apparently. So, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. He he stopped giving his shit around about the same time this film was released. Oh man, um, and that's one that came up in one of your your recent uh, countdowns, correct, Paul? Was it the least? Well, which one did the six hits come up in recently? Least rewatchable? Because once you've seen it once and maybe watched it a second time, I don't think I picked it on this rationale. But once you've seen it a second time, there's absolutely zero reason to go back to it again. Nice, nice. Uh, Sh- Shyamalan's got glass. He's 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 filming Glass right now, which I, I think is pretty exciting as well. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. I'm down for the Shyamalanaissance. Have- yeah, why not? I, I like Split <laughs> a lot. I was actually shocked at how much I liked it. So yeah, bring it on, man. If it's if it's anywhere near as decent as Split was, then I'm, I'm all for it. Agreed. I wonder how how much of the the love of Split had to do with the ending, which unless you saw Unbreakable, meant nothing to you at all. So. Because I went with someone who had never seen Unbreakable, and when it got to the end, and everybody's like getting excited in the theater, and uh, they're just like, "What? What's going on? Like, what? what's what's Bruce Willis doing here?" So, um, but I love it, and uh, I think I think Paul, that's a great first pick with the six cents. Uh, so, Thanks, sir. Uh, good job, sir. Um, all right, guys. So I've got the last pick in round one. Um, my first pick of the draft, and I am going to go with. I'm going to go with what I think is is uh, close to a masterpiece, uh, a classic of the 90s, and uh, one of my favorite directors. I'm going with Seven, guys. Ooh, there it is. Very nice. Out of the way. There it is. Yeah, fantastic film. I mean, I don't think anyone could dispute how amazing that movie is. One of those movies that you just it's it's hard to not remember the first time you saw it in the theater because of the ending and just the the dark like just the darkness like throughout that movie. It makes you feel icky. It's kind of the first time watching it. Um but the you know, the performances from Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, uh Brad Pitt and of course Kevin Spacey. Uh great work, Greg Fincher. Love that movie. I can't believe I've watched that movie several times. That that makes me feel bad, kinda. Just it's 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 an amazing movie. So uh that's why I had to pick it first. Hey, 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 hey. don't forget Gwyneth Paltrow's in that movie as well. She is. She is. <laughs> you just mentioned all these great performances. I thought you might have missed her by accident. 
She was good in that movie. She was great. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Okay, so uh, seven off the board, which means, guys, we're already to round two. So I just picked seven, which means uh, I get the first pick in round two as well. And um, I'm going to go, I mean, I love that you picked me third. Thank you, Justin, uh, East Coast Justin, for this. Uh, By the way, I didn't even mention this at the top. I'm basically playing on house money uh, with this draft, guys, because... I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the last yeah, two drafts, yeah. I've both I've both won uh, the live action animals, and then we just <laughs> we just did uh, the Stephen King movie draft that I won as well. So I'm I'm two in a row now. So I might get a little crazy with these picks, but this one I don't think is Ooh. crazy. Uh, my my second pick because it is the only horror movie to ever win an Oscar, the Best Picture. Uh, 1991 Silence of the Lambs. Good pick. That was my next pick. God damn you. It was, it, it was up there for me as well. And as we discussed, you know, pre-show, what is horror? What is not? I mean, both films you just picked in a row have enough horror elements where I consider them within the genre and to some extent. Um, even though they're not straight up horror films right up front, they're both fantastic and have amazing horror elements. And this one is one of the best ever made. So that's an amazing pick. I'm jealous that you took that. Um, both of them. So both of my first, my first two picks are, are serial, serial killers. You know, just like Scream. Mm, uh, interesting. So uh, might call it a little samey, but uh, I can't, can't, can't let Hannibal Lecter out of my grasp uh, with a pick. Uh, like I said, it, it won Best Picture, and it's the only horror movie to do so. So that's why I had to go with it with my second pick. Which Paul, you've got your second pick coming up. You pick Six Sense in the first round. What? is your round two pick. I think all the obvious ones have been taken off the board, so there's not been one of those picks yet where you go, oh, that's left the door open for me. And we're already into that area, I would say, where, okay, some people are going to love this next pick. Other people are going to hate on me for it. You don't want to go too niche just yet because unlike Justin, never won one of these damn things, so I have to go popularist. And on that basis, I'm going with a film which I like and enjoy, but also probably falls into that category. You don't need to rewatch it a lot. I'm going with The Blair Witch Project. Whoa. You just went with like the most boring horror film ever made, Paul. Well, I, I hear what you're saying. Unfortunately, the masses <laughs> disagree because it has kicked off the found footage genre. It is probably the most, I would argue, in the last 25 years, the most game-changing horror film of, I'm not saying it's the best, but how many found footage films have we had since then? It changed the industry forever. It now means that anyone can make a horror film with their iPhone in their backyard and somehow get it out and market it. So it is... Yeah, I, look, I like the film. It doesn't sound like you do, East Coast Justin. But um, it is. I am picking with my head rather than my heart there because my next two on my list are... I hope they're still there because they are a bit more niche, but I love them to pieces. I mean, you know... If if the pick was to pick the most boring horror film ever made, I can agree with you. It's the only horror film that I ever actually fell asleep in the theater to. I mean, you know, wow. and, and I even gave Adam Wingard's reboot a shot and, and you know, but I, I respect it for what it did for the genre, except for the fact that it churned out a bunch of shitty found footage horror movies. I hate found footage. I think it sucks. I think it's stupid. Uh, but I, I can kind of respect it when it's done well, like the first Paranormal Activity. Okay, I give you that. But the first Blair Witch, I don't. It's fine. I'll give you that. I was. I was I'm gonna, not going to be too big of a dick about it. <laughs> I will. I will, I'll try not to. I, I was going to use a countdown tactic and say hi. <laughs> 
top five, man. Blair Witch Project. I don't know, man. I don't know, Paul. All right, all right. I don't know, but I, 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 I respect the you know just going with the 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 super popular populace, even though you don't love it strategy. So we'll see how it works for you, man. We're doing this week. We're doing the low, best low budget horror films, and the amount of times this movie came up on people's lists kind of blew my mind. I have to be honest. It, I mean, it's it's one you don't even have to think about. I, I saw someone on your Facebook like they gave they gave the actual budgets. They're like, this is just off the top of my head without looking it up. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray man, what's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> but Blair Witch Project off the board, which means uh, Justin, you've got the last pick of round two. Your second pick, you, you've got Scream already. Uh, what are you going with with your second pick? And, you know, to do the exact opposite of what Paul just did, I'm going to pick with my heart right now. And I may or may not be stealing from Paul's list right now, but I'm getting in the nitty gritty. I'm digging in deep. I'm stabbing in really deep with this blade. I'm picking Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. God I don't give a it. shit. Oh. Fuck it. Don't care. I love this movie. I don't know any horror fan that actually dislikes this movie. It's so much fun. It's so goddamn gory. And it's so fun. Um I don't need to introduce the movie. Anyone that knows horror knows it. It's an absolute blast to watch. I was actually kind of upset because my local Alamo Draft House showed the film the week I was gone in California. And yes, I was out there enjoying family events and seeing horror uh, film locations and such and not seeing winners, unfortunately. Um, not definitely not. Seeing <laughs> I, I really feel bad. I legit do. I, I didn't get to see anybody out there. I know a lot of people out there. We have fans out there, too, and stuff. So, but. They played it when I was gone. I even made the background for the screen and everything, and no, I missed it. So I love this movie. I'm picking with my heart. It's Dead Alive. Originally named Brain Dead. I love that Justin just compared me to like a fan uh, of Epic Film Guy. <laughs> no, uh, here. Instead of, no, instead no, of his Podfix no. Network, bro. Uh, I mean, no. I only work at a moody, movie studio. I could have given you a studio tour, but whatever. Fuck you, Justin. Just fuck you in life <laughs> no, and in this draft. There's no comparison. Um, no comparison. Subtext has become all. text, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that never happened. I never said that. I'm come on. I'm kidding with you, man. I'm just partly kidding. So, but. I'm just I'm just mad now because I love Dead Alive and uh, yeah. I I know I know that Paul does too because I I remember talking about the movie with him. Uh, we have it on our to do board on our podcast. Um, oh, that'll be so awesome. <laughs> so is it? So where is it? Is it Brain Dead in Australia, Paul? Yeah, it's Brain Dead here, Dead Alive in in your part of the world. So I know them as both. I, I actually own a copy on DVD that's called Brain Dead. Uh, and a copy on DVD called Dead Alive. So there you go. Here's the question, though. Here's the question: Which title's better? Which title do you guys like better? Just curious. I like I like Dead Alive myself because Brain Dead uh, like reminds me of other like I think about Brain Scan and what some, a couple other brain movies, but Dead Alive kind of just really works for me. But uh, I guess I saw Brain Dead first, so th- that's just got the. It got its foot in the door for me first. Not that I care either way. It's it's a fantastic film. And I have to say, would have been next on my list. So, Justin doing well. East Coast Justin doing well. Woo! Um, young people out there, the, the Dead Alive, Brain Dead came out in 92. Uh, Peter Jackson, an amazing... I remember seeing it as a kid. The, the whole lawnmower thing was just like... <gasps> Party's over. 
Oh my god. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything that made me like the the horror boner just like stick straight up, but that 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 whole thing did. So amazing and movie. One of the funniest one of the funniest lines in movie history. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, so there you go, East Coast Justin, dead alive off the board, which means we got round three, guys, and Justin gets another pick. What are you going to go with, man? Okay, well, I'm going with a movie that doesn't really get talked about all that much, and I'm picking with my heart again, okay? Um, it's early 90s, actually same exact year that Dead Alive came out. I'm going with Candyman. I, I absolutely oh. love this movie. I think it's great. It's got a great sense of dread throughout it. And it doesn't even necessarily feel like a horror film when it starts out. It feels kind of like a crime thriller flick. Um, but the kind of fantastical horror elements and the imagery of the Candyman himself and the fucking bees and everything, um, the hook with the, I, I, I love it all so, so much. And I remember being a kid and actually this is one that I saw as a kid and it scared the fucking shit out of me. Like I couldn't watch it because of how frightening it was. Um, so, yeah, I, I had to throw it on this list. Like I said, in the horror fan realm, uh, it gets a little bit of love, but it doesn't get talked about as much as, you know, the Freddies, the Jasons and everybody else. But I always thought of Candyman as, you know, an up and coming underdog horror icon. So I had to throw him in here to throw him some love. Uh Oh, Paul, Justin started talking about the horror community again. That means we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're dead, dude. I, I, I did a lot. I love I love Candyman. I picked it in the 1992 draft. Uh, it's one of my favorite horror movies. It's one of the first horror movies that I saw in the theater at the ripe old age of, I guess I was like 12 years old. It was way too early for me to see Ooh. this movie in the theater uh, Definitely. with my dad. I just remember seeing it late at night, and I was just like, holy shit. Like This movie is crazy. And, it's, and my dad is the best. <laughs> and my dad is the best. And I just pooped my pants because... Uh, Tony, Tony Todd in that role and like his deep baritone voice that kind of like echoes as when he talks in that movie is seriously scary. So, um, great pick, Justin. Great pick. Uh, the seek, the sequels, though, I remember there was at least one sequel that I saw. What do you think of the sequels? No, no. I don't mind Farewell to the Flesh, honestly. I think it's okay. Um, but three, no, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, they lost it. The first one's great, though. Um, Paul, you got your round three pick, man. What are you going to go with, man? All right. Well, maybe now it's time to move away from just being popular and going with something that's probably a little bit like Seven, a little bit like Silence of the Lambs, a bit more of a hybrid, but it's a film I fucking love. Even though it is a divisive film yet again, it's Robert Rodriguez's From Dusk Till Dawn. Ooh. I saw this movie four times at the theatre, I think. It was... I just went back again and again and again. To my mind, it's the best of both worlds. The first half-ish is this great Tarantino-esque dialogue-driven crime sort of thriller with some great characters. And the second half just goes batshit insane, introduces these weird, literally pulpy vampires that can explode upon a wooden stake being introduced anywhere near their chestal region. And it goes completely crazy, off-the-wall bonkers, and has some incredible performances, particularly from a uh, George Clooney, one of his first film roles, certainly his first film leading role. Harvey Keitel, Juliette Lewis, love the shit out of this one. 
I don't, I don't know about, about you guys, but my, if I had to pick my favorite George Clooney movies, it was there would be like two of his first ones, this one and Out of Sight, still uh, yep. of, of mine Agreed. for him. And this is another one that I remember seeing in the movie theater, but the trailer, I don't think, the initial trailer didn't give away the second half of the movie. So it was a total surprise again, sort of like Candyman, when you're in the middle of what you thought was a, you know, a crime Tarantino type movie that turns into a vampire movie halfway through. So um, what do you think about this one, Justin? I love it. Um, If I recall, and I'm not even drunk, I swear to God, this came up when we were talking about horror movies on something else that I did. Um, But I love this movie. It's fantastic time. Um, You guys are making me feel young, by the way, because I feel like I was (laughs) way too young to see this in the cinema at the time, or it was not one of those that I would have been able to get into. Now, in the mid-90s to the late 90s, I did get into R-rated movies because my grandmother would buy me tickets, and for some reason, the theater just let me in. But I did not see that one in the theater. That was like an HBO pick or something, but uh, I loved it. It, It's fantastic. It was going to be possibly on my list there, so you just... Took it right out from underneath me. It's a great movie. It's a fun movie. I watch it maybe once a year, once every couple of years, yep. for sure. That's about right. Same for me. Um, this is one that both I and Paul talked about on my one time that I was on the countdown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, sexiest movies. What was it? Sexiest movie scenes? Wasn't that what it was, was Paul? That's it. That was it. Featuring Selma Hayek <laughs> doing her little not quite strip tease. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you want to hear three three older dudes just uh, really talk about a bunch of masturbation material <laughs> in the most awkward way possible, check out uh, that episode of The Countdown. I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, love Paul and Wayne, yeah. and that was fun. So, And that and that episode hasn't done too badly. I thought it might be our least, uh, least downloaded one, but apparently people don't mind listening to older men discuss that type of material. <laughs> Round two. Round two. Round two. <laughs> um, so, yeah, great pick, uh, Paul, with From Dust Till Dawn, off the board. Thank you. Uh, which means it's my round three pick coming up. Um, and I, I'm i going to take a movie from probably my favorite horror franchise of all time, my favorite horror villain uh, of all time, and uh, one that I know my East Coast Brother from another mother. You're not going to do East it, Coast. You? You're really good, Justin. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised this lasted all the way back to me. I got to take Wes Craven's new Nightmare, guys. Nightmare, yeah. Damn it. I was hoping that'd be a surprise pick for me. Damn it. But hey, I, I knew it wouldn't last that long. But props on that. It's, it's one of my favorites of the series. I adore that movie so, so much. I think it's one of the best. One of Wes Craven's best. Um. I fucking love Freddy, guys. Love Freddy. Um, so much so that um, later this month on our podcast, So I Married Movie Geek, we're going to be continuing our our trudge through the series. So uh, last October, we did two and three uh, in the list. So upcoming, uh, right before Halloween, we're going to be doing Dream Master and Dream Child, which I'm super excited about. So... Uh, but Ooh, so, one of those is good. 
<laughs> one of those is. I, I think one of those is really good. One of those has good things about it, but overall, kind of leaves you just yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even. Know. I I love I love them all, uh, except for the reboot. I, I'm down for them all. They're obviously Dude, you, you, varying. You're admitting you like Freddy's Dead, even really? even, yeah. even, really? even Freddy's Dead because I saw it in the theater in 3D, and that oh, that was an experience. God. So uh I mean it's it's a it's a sloping scale guys I don't love them all with like all my heart but I can have a little love for Freddy's Dead I get it I get it I I can enjoy watching any of them except for Freddy's Dead when I was a kid I loved watching Freddy's Dead now when I try to watch it I can't get through the first 25 minutes of it but I mean we'll, I get we'll it. eventually get to it but um yeah that's why I had to take it with my my third pick I I love Freddy I love the Nightmare series and that is definitely in my top 3 uh, of my faves with the first one and uh, Dream Warriors, which is my favorite. So uh, that's why I had to go with it. So Very nice. Very nice. Good pick. Guys, it's time for round four. It's getting into the nitty gritty. I'm looking at my list here. Um, so with my fourth pick, guys. Oh, God. The problem with being on several drafts is I'm... I have a tendency, I don't like to re-pick movies. So um, I have some movies on my <laughs> list that I've picked four on drafts, and I'm going to try to stay against it. Um, but with my fourth pick, I'm going to pick another movie from one of my uh, favorite series, horror series. Um, this one has, this one's more of a hybrid because it's got a lot of comedy in it, but I love the movie, love the series. So from 1992 with my fourth pick, I'm going to take Army of Darkness, guys. See this? This is my boomstick. Well, ninety-two is a big year for you. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Uh, yeah, I can't see where you're coming from. I think it's a little high because of that comedy aspect, but uh, it is a yeah. good film. It is fun. It's it's nowhere. It, it doesn't follow the same feeling and tone of the first two at all whatsoever. Not that the second film completely follows the tone of the first one in every way, um, but. It has enough horror elements, what I would consider it still within the genre. I love them all, um, but I would probably have to say that out of the three, Army of Darkness is probably my third favorite. Oh, um, sure. But I, I still, I mean, I rewatched it before I met Bruce Campbell a few months ago, um, just because that's. I feel like that's his best out of any of the movies. He has so much fun in that one. It's great. It's a fun time. I'd watch it any day of the week just for the hell of it. So it's a really... It's got re- great rewatchability for sure. Um, yeah, I, I probably it's probably my third favorite as well, and um, I love I love the reboot as well. But um, yeah, I've got a I've got seven picks, guys. So I'm trying to vary it up. Um, so that's why it's my fourth pick. But we're gonna move on, Paul. You got your round four pick. Uh, you picked uh, from dusk till dawn in round three. What's up next for you, sir? Oh, this is tough, and I actually tempted just to we should probably just all layer in the occasional army of darkness quote now in in deference to the great bruce campbell because i've, I've had about 15 runs through my head since you mentioned that and i'm trying to decide which one's the best but uh, let's just go with shop smart shop s smart nice uh okay my fourth round pick and i'm being mindful of what i've already picked here i mean for me there's a clear number one but i don't want to pick it because well i can't say why because it would give away what it is i want to wait till a little deeper and later in the draft 
Ooh, tricky, tricky. Do you go? Do you go? Yeah, look, here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going way back to the early 90s, I believe 1990, in fact. It is one of the best creature features ever made. It's from director Ron Underwood, and it stars a young Kevin Bacon and an old Fred Ward. It is Tremors. Very nice, man. Very nice. I'm not sure how anyone who's watched this, who's a horror fan who's watched this film couldn't like it. It is the perfect blend of creature feature sort of horror, some great little characters. I mean, Kevin Bacon's character is very memorable, as is Fred Ward's in that film. And they battle against these things that come out of the earth and basically eat people uh, when they step on the earth based on their vibrations. So, Graboids. Graboids. You got a great great props for the actual physical, practical effects that went into that. They look great. Still, whenever I watch that movie to this day, I'm still in awe over, you know, considering the film's budget and everything, a lot of effort went into those things, and they look great. The design is so awesome. Yep. And it's sustained, what, six more films? I think I gave up after about Tremors 4. Well, they're they're doing, they're supposedly doing a TV series now. Bacon's on board. They're doing that. But they're doing another film as well. I think the last one was the Netflix one with Jamie Kennedy. I tried to watch it and got about halfway through it and fell asleep. On the couch, <laughs> I I I love Trimmers. Uh, it was one of the ones that I was referencing that I've picked before on a, another draft. I picked it in our yeah, ni- okay. our nineteen ninety draft, but um, I I'm not down for the series, guys. I love Bacon, but if Fred War's not involved, wh- what's the use, man? Because the two of them in that I can relate. The two of them in that movie made the movie. Um, they made it, yeah, for sure. Oh, I, but hey, if Michael Gross is on board, then it's okay. I think Michael Gross is the one that's been doing all the sequels. He's probably he's yeah, all, he's right. the only one, dude. <laughs> he's the he's through the character. <laughs> he's the main. Ca- Why would he want to go over the series and be like the the second or third banana when he can have all the guns and stuff in the the Netflix whatever that crap they're doing? So, oh man, um, Reba McIntyre as well. Damn, great movie, great movie. Tremors off the board, which means Esquivel, you got your fourth pick up. What are you going with, man? Okay, you guys may love me for this. You may hate me. You'll probably be in the middle. But, you know, this is a movie that came out um, that I think a lot of people are really mixed on. I love how this movie looks, and I feel like it's the best cinematic portrayal of one of the most iconic horror villains, in not only in cinema, but also in from books, from writing, from you name it. I'm talking about Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, Yes, it does. It does. It does have one of the most wooden performances of all time in a film. Oh, come on. Which which you would expect from Keanu Reeves. I mean, come on, dude. That accent. I know it. I, I get it. But, dude, it also features probably one of Gary Oldman's best performances and I think still the best version of the Dracula character ever to be put on film. It's still also the most beautiful looking Dracula film and one of the best vampire films ever made. So I, you know, um, there's a lot in this movie that I like. It's also just as frustrating at times as it is exciting. But, I mean, there's there's no holding this one back. I mean, Coppola put so much effort into the look and the feel of this thing. And when you watch it, you can't take your eyes off it. So, for me, for 90s horror, it's one of the best, at least to watch. Minus Keanu Reeves. And, well, Wyrnona Wright is in it as well. So, <laughs> she's okay at it. But, I mean, I had I had to put it on the list because it was a mainstream one of the, from what I know, fan favorites, so it's on the list. Wow. First you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. <laughs> Blow. I mean, to say... You're just going to continue uh, those, a, aren't you? 
<laughs> I like this film and I'm, I'm a staunch supporter of it and it absolutely is a horror, so I'm not sure why it wasn't on my list, but it wasn't on my list, so yeah. Did you forget, um, Paul? Are, are, Did you forget? Are you Wayne? I'm mixed. What's going on? Uh, I'm mixed between my respect and my... Why did it keep leave off my list? Anyway, here's nice the thing, pick. Paul. You know, you know, you know how I remembered because they just released here, and I know you're going to want to talk to me about this. The <gasps> Ultra 4K Ooh. Blu-ray, Ooh. and the reviews we are that spend. it's beautiful. So I, wait, I'm going to be picking it up tomorrow. Wait, wait nice. that's why. Should, that's why I remembered. <laughs> wait a we second. We totally spend five minutes talking about 4K TVs, so Justin can comment on the fact that we never talk about 4K TVs. And <laughs> I was about to say, why are we talking about 4K? Because Paul doesn't have a 4K TV, does he? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, he never talks about having a 4K TV. I just realized I've had mine for almost a year, and I've never talked about it on any podcast ever. I feel like I should at least what? talk about it once in a while. You should come on to my podcast then more often. Top 10 4K, uh, 4K releases. Uh, and uh, it's off topic, but I just bought Serenity on 4K, so there you go. <laughs> I heard that looked good too, man. I heard it looked good. So... You you uh, you shit. guys and your super clear pictures, you know, whatever, man. Uh, this uh, is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, do, do you know what Bram Stoker's Dracula? That is such a bonkers fucking movie, man. You 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 go into it thinking like, okay, Dracula, I know what exactly what this is gonna be, and then. Just Gary, I mean, Gary Oldman in that role and his performance is just like, you're just like, whoa, like he's really going for it in that movie and got to respect that, man. So, yeah, I, f- I feel bad for Keanu because everyone's like always like, I love this movie, but Keanu. And it's just like, wah, 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 poor Keanu. Well, I mean, you got to be realistic. I mean, I can get through watching him when I was younger. I didn't notice. But I mean, after watching him in however many films since it's I mean, he was not cast in that in that role very well he should have not ever been cast in that film but coppola said he just wanted a beautiful face in that role and that's why he picked him literally that's it he's got a pretty face it's true it's true so he's a great guy and we love him to pieces so i can forgive him the occasional bad performance oh yeah yeah of course oh yeah i agree so uh round five is up guys and uh east coast justin gets another pick what are you going with your Round five pick. Again, we're going seven rounds, so this is not... We're not in wildcard territory uh, normally here, but uh, I'm interested to see what you're going with your fifth pick. What's going on, man? I'm, I'm going to be the minority here. I don't know if this is on any of your guys' lists. It may not be, but I have a feeling... Yeah, it's probably not going to be. Um, we've talked about Nightmare on Elm Street films. Okay, We've talked about From Dusk Till Dawn. I'm going to pick a movie that was directed by a guy that had his hand in all of those films with the makeup department, with costume design, with all the look and feel of all the creatures you see in those movies. And that's Robert Kurtzman's Wishmaster. I, this movie Whoa. doesn't get enough love. Oh, hey, there we go. Feel, there we go. Feel cold I, and want your pick back, Justin. I, I, I like Wishmaster. I think it's super fun. I love, I love how super over the top it is. And I'm just talking about the first one, mind you. This is not the sequels, just the first one. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with this one anytime I watch it. And it was one that when I was a kid, you know, I was in like seventh grade when this shit came out. I watched it all the time. I don't even give a shit. I love Wishmaster. I think it's super fun. Um, the fantasy elements are there. I think you could have gone with that with your your seventh pick, 100%. What do you think, Paul? Not doing it. No, Ooh, man. Not even yeah, on my list. Not, a, not on my list. Not, not on, on my list. Not on my list. 
Wish wish what's the <laughs> wish must explain <laughs> what, so what is like the 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 cliff notes logline for wishmaster just in case no one's ever seen it before I, I don't have it in front of me if that's what you're <laughs> or asking. just what's it about <laughs> are you picking movies you don't even know what's it about it, like it's like a demonic genie attempts to grant its owner three wishes which allows him to summon his brethren to earth and lots of bad shit happens and hijinks ensue and people get killed in really brutal ways and the special effects in it are fucking awesome dude there you go there you go the acting the acting not so much um, but Robert England's in it, so. Hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, I think it's high because it's not on Paul or or my list. But I respect it, man. Um, I'm sure someone someone had to pick something to get someone upset or to cause some <laughs> oh. kind of controversy. Come on, man. We've been too. We've been getting along way too well on this thing. <laughs> too much respect. Too much. I'm respect. just gonna search. I'm just gonna search online right now and find the worst horror movie of the '90s and pick that next, just to get you guys riled. Ah, uh, that's just pillow talk, baby. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead, man. Do that. That would be great. You know, continue to uh, continue to John from now in Technicolor the draft and give it away <laughs> to me um, because I will take it. Give I, me some sugar, baby. I, I want this triple oh, crown, John, guys. John, and I, I love you so much. Can I please have you on a draft with John so there's no guarantee I can come last? <laughs> I was like, we were talking there about a that. guarantee I can come last. Because uh, if you go back and listen to that draft, I, I guaranteed he wasn't going to win the draft halfway through so i was just like okay he's out of the way i can focus on everyone else so <laughs> if, if justin picks any more Wishmasters, we're we're totally in uh it's pretty much a versus between paul and i so uh <laughs> we'll, we'll see so mm-hmm. paul you got your round five pick you uh just picked uh trimmer trimmers up in the fourth round what is your round yeah. five so- pick I'm trying to be a little bit now covering the bases and I've had a couple of ghosty ones and I've had a vampire one and I've had a creature feature one. So I'm going to move more towards the demonic horror side of things, although it's in a weird setting. It's probably this man's only really good film. And yet it's such a product of the 90s. I'm going with Paul W.S. Anderson's Event Horizon. You That's motherfucker. Next on my list. Good pick, sir. Woo. <clears throat> Like, this is a film that really came out of nowhere for me. And if we take out the fact that the prodigy's, oh my God, that's the funky shit, is the song at the end of the film. It's a really straight, <laughs> it's a really straightforward sci-fi horror film, which gets disturbing and especially disturbing on the basis of some really fantastic editing. The split second, almost subliminal shots about them being you know, sent into hell and what's happening to them there really uh, have an impact. And I remember walking out of that cinema with the friends I saw it with, and they were all like, that was disturbing as shit. And I'm like, yeah, that was a bit darker than I thought it was going to be. And therefore, one of my favorite films from that horror era. Very nice, man. Very nice. Uh, East Coast, Justin, what do you think about this pick? It's, it's been a while since I've watched that one, to be honest with you. Mm. Not so sure I'm on the same page as Paul with that one. Oh. I think Wishmaster is better. What? <laughs> well, clearly you picked it before it. So I just, you, I, I actually like Wishmaster. I just think it's a little too niche. Uh, I don't know if enough people have have seen Wishmaster, but in the horror community, I don't know. Again, um, okay, Event Horizon, and a, a movie that should that actually was supposed to be longer. So um, I could only imagine Event Horizon with. 
you know, 10 to 15 more minutes of crazy ass shit going on. Um, because, uh, yeah, I love that movie as well. Um, so good pick, Paul. Thanks. Thanks it's got great atmosphere. I give it that much. It's shot beautifully as well. Okay. Makes you wonder what happened to, to Anderson as a, as a film director after he started doing the Resident Evils. Just. Oh, let's. I don't know anyone that likes those. Who goes to see those, Paul? <laughs> Ugh. Well, look out for our top 10 worst films of the year coming up at the end of the year because Resident Evil, whatever the fuck the last one was, is on that list. Ugh. Yuck. Yuck. All right. So I'm up with my round five pick. Um, I'm looking at my list. Um, okay. This one's going to be, uh, again, I'm playing with house money because I've, I've, I've won two drafts in a row. So I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to look with my heart on this pick. This one might be a little niche uh, out there for others, but this is a movie that I loved uh, in high school and it was one of my favorite horror movies. I'm going with uh, a little movie from 1995 called Demon Night, guys. Oh, nice. I forgot about Great that movie. one. Yeah. Great movie. So Demon Night, if no one's ever seen it, is a, uh, a Tales from the Crypt movie. Uh, really badass, fun, uh, great uh, horror effects, and it's probably my favorite Billy Zane performance in any movie ever. Um, For sure, my my wife Chrissy, of course, loves Titanic, um, and but she's never seen uh, Demon Knight before, and Billy Zane plays pretty much the the bad guy, a demon, the main like the he plays like I think one of the big demons in this movie. And he is fucking hilarious, guys. You would never think Billy Zane, like, you know, really good at comedic timing, but in this movie, he's great. Um, and not only that, Jada Pinkett Smith plays like a badass in this movie as well. So uh if you've never seen it, check it out. Demon Knight, very underrated. Absolutely. Um, and that's why I had to go with it with my fifth pick. There you go. And I'm writing it down on the nice. board. Nice. I that's one that again slipped my mind, but it's totally worthy. Should be on these lists. And if you haven't seen it, as just as West Coast Justin says, please, please do seek it out. Oh, let's see. And uh, Dick Miller also. Uh, if you, I mean, if if you're a horror fan, you you know Dick Miller. Uh, he's also. In, in Demon Knight as well. So um He's in everything. He's, Dick Miller's in everything. He, I love Dick Miller. He, God. He is he's everything. And you can tell that the the people that made Demon Knight were Dick Miller fans are like, okay, we're gonna put Dick Miller in the spot. He's gonna be awesome. And everybody's like, oh yeah, Dick Miller. So uh yeah, in Demon Knight. So guys, it's 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 round six. Like I said, we we've got three people. We're going two extra rounds. Um I just picked Demon Knight. I get my uh my round six pick also um with my next pick. And I'm going to go with a movie that was just discussed actually on the last draft. And I'm such a big fan of the movie. I didn't pick it in the last draft, but I'm picking it in this one. It's from my favorite writer of all time, Stephen King from 1990. I'm going with Misery, guys. Yeah. Yep. Nice pick. One of those hybrid, not quite horrors, but there is horrific I would say in so. It. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I will be honest. I... I left it off my list on purpose because I don't personally... I mean, it's got horror elements, but it's more of a straight thriller for me. But fair enough. I'll, I'll allow it to be in there. Because, I mean, it, there's some scary shit in there. So, <laughs> Dude, if, if Misery's not horror, there's some like horrific things going on throughout that movie. Sure. 
um, that I would not want to be in the middle of. And um, like I said, Stephen King's my favorite author. Um, it went first in our Stephen King fantasy movie draft from our boy John. And um, <laughs> he lost that draft. I'm going to win this one. That's the difference. He picked it first round. I picked it in sixth round. Um, <laughs> Kathy Bates, one of the, the great uh, movie villains of all time. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting, This isn't what happened last week! Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us! This isn't fair! He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car! And uh, her, her best role, I think. So that's why I have to go with uh, that for my sixth pick. So there you go. There you go. Paul, you're up next with your round six pick. Uh, you just took Event Horizon. What are you going with next? The 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 field is so wide open now with what's gone already, and it just feels like these are the niche ones now. These are the wild cards, as you call them, West Coast Justin. I'm I am totally torn between about four different choices, and I honestly can't don't know what to pick. Ah, <sighs> all right. I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna do niche. I'm gonna try and. Get back a little bit of street cred here after picking Blair Witch early. And I'm going to pick something that probably some people at least haven't seen, if not a lot of your listeners, maybe Justin. And it's another Peter Jackson film. It's not obviously Brain Dead and Slash Dead Alive because that's off the board. It's the Michael J. Fox star, The Frighteners. Which, Ooh. I don't I know if you guys... It's, it, it's so much fun. It's, it's so, so much fun. amazing. It's, it's Mike, uh, Peter Jackson... Crossing over from being this niche little low-budget horror maker, horror, sorry, horror filmmaker in New Zealand, to becoming the big time with this film and, and Heavenly Creatures, and of course he goes on to do the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it and Hobbits. But less less said about those, the better. This film is just absolutely from start to finish a blast, a great me- melding of comedy and horror, and some pretty brutal kills mixed in with Michael J. Fox at his absolute. Uh, lovable best and the special effects are uh, top notch for 1996 I think it came out well worth a look if you haven't seen it true true Uh, Gary Busey's son Jake Busey also in that yep D. Wallace Stone correct Mm, that's correct yep playing playing um, uh, one of the characters mothers yep Um, so great pick Paul uh, with your six pick with the Frighteners um Justin, you got the last pick of round six. Your sixth pick uh, after Wishmaster. I can't can't wait to see what you're going to pick, man. Uh, I think that one was kind of dicey. Are you going to come back with this one? No pressure. I like being dicey, man. <laughs> I, I mean, after after the whole Scream Four thing, and we still won. I mean, what do you expect out of me? Come on, man. I told you people like that movie. You There's guys, no Wayne here were... to pick Casino Royale, though. So uh... I'm telling you, Mon- no. Come Mon- on, man. Mon- there were at least a- months later, uh, Casino Royale still still comes up. That's great. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, go ahead. So so, are you going with your head? Are you going with your heart on this one, Justin? What are you going to go with? It's it's all hard at this point because I don't even give a shit because the horror that I like is that I care about the most is the niche stuff. Um, I feel like all the major players have already been taken off the table and I wouldn't just pick something that's more popular at this point to try to win. I don't care. So at this point, I'm picking a movie that takes me to a different place anytime I watch it. Um, and I had mentioned 
a Clive Barker written film earlier on as one of my picks. And this is another film that he wrote and he directed. It is Nightbreed. I love the Uh, look of this movie. I love the monsters in this movie. And like I said, whenever I watch movies, I want to be taken to a different place. I want to escape reality for most of the movies I watch. And this one definitely does it for me. I mean... I, th- I feel like outside of Hellraiser, this is Clive Barker's best movie that he's had his hand in. And I, I think it's fantastic. And dude, David Cronenberg's in it. So it's good. Um, which, which cut, uh, do you, you prefer the original cut? The, well, I mean, I've watched the theatrical cut more times than the director's cut. I'll be honest. I've only watched the director's cut all the way through paying attention once. So I, I can't really say which I would prefer. I'd have to rewatch them both, but either way, I've enjoyed both viewings of the film in both versions. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, it's a really, it's almost a fantasy film with horror elements, but it's, it's like exactly. said, David, David Cronenberg's character is is creepy as fuck with the mask he wears, and I think this is one of those films that really spoke to me I was, I'm a bit older than you guys so I think I was 14 or 15 when this movie came out and it really was like yeah this film is awesome but weirdly enough I haven't gone back to it in I would say this millennium so I have to rewatch that one again thanks for the reminder East Coast Justin yeah man I mean it was, I think it was maybe three years ago like October time, of course, for doing our Epic Film Guys 31 Day Horror Challenge, which we do every year, which Nick doesn't partake in, by the way, um, just because, (laughs) you know, that's Nick. But, you know, it was on Netflix and I'm like, I haven't watched this one since I was young. And then I rewatched it and completely was blown away by how how good it is and uh, how much more of a a quote unquote film it is than just a horror movie that I remember being a kid. So I had to throw it on the list for sure. There you go. There you go. Nightbreed from 1990 off the board, which means we've made it, guys. It's time for round seven. So if if, if we're only doing five rounds and round five is usually the wild, the wild card there in round five, that means round seven is even the wilder card here in our seven-round draft, uh, which means, Justin, East Coast Justin, you've got your last pick of this draft right up now. You just picked Nightbreed. What are you going with round seven? Okay. And this is me really digging deep. And you're probably going to give me some shit. I'm ready. I'm prepared for this. I mean, this is coming from the guy that picked Scream 4. And you guys hate me for that. <laughs> There's a deep hatred still left from that. Well, I'm picking Less the hatred, film. more I resentment. I don't, I don't know. Incredible. I don't know how you guys feel. I don't know how you guys feel about this one. But I'm doing it. Halloween H2O. Oh, yep, I'm doing it. Oh my lord! Oh, yeah, man. Oh. I, I like this movie a lot. I hold it in the in the top three of the series. So I mean, what? I, I think it's good. Yeah, man. Top five. It feels, Obviously, it fe- one, two, and then this one. Or do one you like three? What one and four? four and I don't. Geez. Three is separate. Three is separate. Three okay. is separate. Um, you can't separate not, it. You can't separate it, man. Uh, three is amazing. Three is one of my favorite horror films um, of the 80s, but it's not, quote unquote, a Halloween. It's not part of the series. So leave it out. Blame the blame the studio for calling it Halloween 3. Um, but I, I, I feel like when watching the series, what needs to stay present is suspense, not an over attempt at gore, 
Um, and yes, this is a straight up 90s horror film. I mean, we're, we're talking 90s and this film screams 90s and I like nostalgia. I'm one of those guys that likes to throw in a movie and feel like I'm still in fucking eighth grade and remember what it felt like to watch the movie in the cinema, to hear the, the soundtrack there and like what it felt like to be an eighth grader and, you know, see the movie. So for me, this one was when I saw in the theater opening night, I had loved all the Halloween films and I saw it and I like it. And I feel like other than, you know, a number of things that happen with it, like, you you know, five different masks in the film, including one of the worst CGI masks ever made uh, in a movie. It looks horrible, <laughs> like really, really bad. Um, I enjoy it. I feel like it has it's the closest to the the feeling of the original uh, and the fourth one that ha- still has a decent amount of suspense. And uh, I like it. I like Jamie Lee in it and I like her character arc in the film. Just don't mention the one after it. Oh, God, please. No, Ugh, I kind of lump them all those last ones in together. Kind of. Ugh, J- Josh Hartnett, H2O. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Paul? Surprising, surprising pick from a from a man who's consistently surprising with his last picks in a draft. So perhaps we shouldn't have been surprised, and therefore, well played, Justin. Uh, should this should this not be entertaining? Though? I mean, come on, we have listeners out there. They want to be surprised by something. <laughs> you not if you just all pick good movies. <laughs> you know what? I I'll give you this one. I like Halloween H2O more than I like Scream 4. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's something, man. <laughs> there you go. So I'm not going to give you as much shit for that one. Uh, I respect it. it. It's okay. It's it's okay. Um, super excited about the, the new one coming out. So there you go. In, I'm interested. I'm intrigued as to what they can deliver. I'm very excited about it. I mean, dude, Carpenter's doing the fucking score. Actually, it'll be more of his son, Cody, doing it than him. But... Um, Really, really, really excited, even though they are erasing every single thing else. But that's the easy way to clean the slate. It's 2017, people. Get used to it. That's what they do when they don't want to, hey, don't worry about those. No one even cares anyway. Most of these young people aren't even going to pay attention. So wipe the slate clean and just do something new. And and it's actually coming out in October 2018, which I'm just like, why wouldn't you do that? Why isn't a Are you Are a you going to be a... Dude, you're out there, Justin. Are you going to be partaking in Halloween 40, the huge convention out there? Well, I have two little kids, so I don't get <laughs> to do Take anything. Take sure. Oh, my two-year-old will love Myers that. Oh, yeah. Him. My two-year-old will love that. So uh, I would love to. I would love to. But I was about I was about to say there should be like a new Halloween movie every you know every Halloween basically why not it's it's great uh, I just read an article about why they're like why there's never going to be another Friday Thirteenth movie and I was like why not what the fuck not there will be there will be especially with considering you know horror's back man it did it you know uh, you know Happy Death Day just made twenty five million already this weekend horror's coming back in a big way so. I'm I'm excited about that idea. Like, bring back the. I don't even give a shit. Bring back Freddy. Bring them all back. That's I. I want to see more of it. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't do it. Bring it on. I think I think Marvel can Marvel take over the rights from Paramount and do a a, Friday, a good Friday Thirteenth movie because uh, uh, <laughs> I'd rather shoot myself than see anything they'd have to do with it. Oh, I'm I'm just referencing that Paramount is the problem with with this and the yeah no no it is but I mean. Get the right dude. Get the right director in there. Get the right writer in there. You know, we saw with it that you can make a good horror film or a film with good horror elements, I should say, um, that appeals to a mass audience w- with a horror icon. And 
people will enjoy it. People will go out and see it. And I think that all a Friday film needs is the right visionary and, yeah, the right people backing at the studio to say this can work. Give it a small fucking budget, man. That's how they used to do. They used to give it a shoestring budget. That's how they made money. Give it to give it to Bloom, man. Bloom, Jason Bloom, and their their stuff. They're really fucking knocking it out of the park lately. Holy shit! Yeah, they are definitely. So um, they know what they're doing, man. They know how they know how to market those movies and produce them as well. So anyway, um, all right. So uh, Paul, you got your last pick of the draft. We're in round seven. This is it. What are you gonna go with with your final pick? I think 90s horror can be summarized in the fact that it's quite eclectic because I made 25 films, uh, a list of 25 films, and here we are at the second last pick of this 21 film draft, and I still have 12 films sitting on my list. So I'm looking forward to mentioning honorable mentions because I've got a shit ton of them. But the hard part, therefore, is I have to pick from one of these 12, and I have to try and pick one. We all love the wild card. Justin went really wild, so it's kind of hard to follow there. I'm going to go with a film, the first, and I think, or second sequel of the entire draft, and my first sequel. And the easy one would be one that's already been mentioned, but I'm going to do a different one instead. I'm going to go with, way back to the start of the decades, the 1990, I think, pretty impressive horror sequel, which gets missed by a lot of people, is The Exorcist 3. Whoa. This film contains Brad Dourif playing the guy who's the voice of Chucky amongst a thousand other character roles who uh, as a genuinely scary guy who is either a serial killer or possessed, but either way, he's scary as fuck. And it has arguably, into my mind, the scariest scene in movie history. If you haven't seen it, type in Exorcist 3, scary scene, and you'll find the cut on YouTube. And for that reason alone, it's funny alone, because that's that's the the film actually directed by the writer of the original Exorcist, William Peter Blatty. William Peter Blatty, yes, and that yeah, and it, so much better than the Exorcist Two Heretic. It's not even worth. And they talking didn't about. even. Man, when he wanted to make that too, he didn't even want to make it an Exorcist movie either. Like the studio made him slap that title on there as right. well, which is funny. Yeah. But it doesn't relate to to Reagan exactly. at all. It's 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 a different demonic. But there's a great line, and it's because it's Exorcist Three here over here. It was called Colon Legion. And I don't know if that was the case in the States, but there's a really great line in there, which is basically, call me Legion for we are many, implying that there's a whole bunch of these demons inside this one guy. Shiver making material. Good pick. Good pick. I even like uh, the the heretic. I don't even like two. I'm a weird person like that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> that movie wasn't supposed to... It, it's kind of funny. So... Um, there you go, Exorcist 3 off the board, uh, which means, guys, it's time for the last pick of the draft. Here we go. Um, so, with my wild card pick, oh, man, I think I, I think it's going to be hard to end this 90s horror draft without, uh, this might be wrong, but I have to pick what I think is probably one of the most 90s horror movies out there like if it <laughs> does it star sarah, sarah michelle geller <laughs> i'm picking from 1997 i'm doing it guys it's i know what you did last summer yes it does great pick great pick man i love that movie i absolutely adore that movie you know what it was 
it was down between I was like, okay, there are two two movies on my list that are quintessential nineties horror movies. Like so it was actually between I Know What You Did Last Summer and Urban Legend. <laughs> so Yeah. Yep, you picked yep. the better one. I still like Urban Legend too, but you picked the better one. Um so I know what you did last summer. Obviously if you've never seen it, where have you been? Um it's super nineties. It's got Jennifer Love Hewitt and her, you know, beautiful, bountiful breasts in it um, during that movie. <laughs> which, uh, as a in the first one, she has those awesome bangs too, man. Those bangs, I mean, they'll, they'll cut you. Oh yeah, the bangs. The bangs were were high on my list as well. Um, but uh, this came out when I was, I think, it was a senior in high school. Um, obviously, I was a huge fan of Scream, and this was kind of bouncing off of that. So obviously, not as good as Scream. But um, not bad, not bad. Entertaining um, guy with a, a raincoat and a hook, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. There you go. I couldn't, I couldn't not not pick it. There's so many uh, honorable mentions I have on my list. We went seven rounds, and and there, there's still several ones to go. So uh, that's why I pick. I know what you did last summer. So um, there you go. So before we get to it, let's let me read out everybody's picks here. So. Uh, epic film guy Justin um, has Scream, Dead Alive or Brain Dead, Candyman, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Wishmaster, Nightbreed, and Halloween H two O. Paul from the Countdown has The Sixth Sense, Blair Witch Project, From Dust Till Dawn, Tremors, Event Horizon, The Frighteners, and Exorcist Three. And I have Seven, Silence of the Lambs, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Army of Darkness, Demon Knight, Misery. And I know what you did last summer. What do you guys think? Mm. Hard to tell if I'm being honest. I don't. I've long ago given up how people vote in these these type of things. So you are the expert, Justin. You do this every second week. I would imagine that you have worked out the formula, given you've won the last two. Yeah, you seem pretty confident. Um, and you know what? For me, these things are really fun. What I really enjoy about these isn't winning. It's just coming on and talking to you guys about movies and Hell yeah. our love for different movies. And you know what? I like it when we differ in opinion. I feel like it's fucking boring, man. Life would be extremely boring if we all just said, this is great, this sucks, and just throw it away. Like I like when you guys disagree with me and vice versa. It's it's the fun of it, man. Everyone needs to be their own person. And you know, if I want to pick a Scream 4 or an H2O, I'm going to fucking do it, man. You guys got to deal with I was about, it. I was about to say, I like winning, guys. So, Justin just <laughs> just admitted he doesn't like winning. I do like winning. Um, I'm looking at the list. I like Paul's list a lot. I like Paul's list a lot. He's got some good ones. Um, Justin hits the speed bump at, at Wishmaster there, and then another <laughs> one at Halloween H2O. But other than that... You say so. You say so. We'll but see. the horror community... I, I've done a, a poll, an informal poll... <laughs> and um, nah, uh, I think they're they're un- it's unpredictable. It's it, un- very unpredictable. And uh, likewise, Justin, I think you're bringing it home strong. With I know what you did last summer, I I did seriously consider it. So you've made me almost second guess my last pick. So um, let's uh, let's throw out some honorable mentions. Uh, East Coast, Justin, what what are some ones that you almost uh, took off the board? Well, actually, one that's not even... Well, it's more science fiction than horror, but it has a lot of great horror elements was Fire in the Sky. Um, oh, yeah. Only because... The, dude, there's some horrific moments in that movie. That, out of any of the alien abduction films I've ever watched, ever since I was a kid and still to this day as an adult, whenever I watch it, I get, I get legitimately scared because of how those 
abduction scenes are shot. Fucking horrifying. Um, another one that I wanted to throw out there, which is more comedy than horror, but it's got great uh, throwbacks to like Evil Dead, is Idle Hands. I, I really enjoy watching wow, that movie, a, and it's pure 90s. Pure 90s. Mm, Jessica and, Alba in that movie, yes. Yeah, dude. And, and that was her That was her first big film role as well. Um, and other than that, the only other one that I had that I dabbled in, I don't love it. Um, a lot of people hold it in high regard was Interview with the Vampire, only because it has some decent performances in it, and it's got some great atmosphere um, and great period piece. But other than that, I didn't have a ton of honorable mentions. I, I would have okay. picked Interview with a Vampire just by the sexual energy alone, Justin, between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in that movie. Wait, 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 wait. West Coast, Justin, you would have picked a film based on its sexual energy alone? No. I'm just, again, round two. Round two, round two, <laughs> sexy countdown. Um, Paul, Paul, what are your some some of your it's honorable coming. mentions? Get it. Um, all right, my I had ten, ten more films that could have made the list. The, the obvious one, which I avoided because of Justin's excellent first pick, was East Coast Justin. That is Scream Two. I think I think that should be in the talk of one of the best uh, sequels in the nineties for sure. Scream Four is better. What? No, You're not. terrible. No, <laughs> stop saying that. Stop. <laughs> you guys, are, you two are the only ones that think that way. Though. We are not no, the only not. ones. Yes, you are. It, Except for the pod fix and the movie pod squad and all that. The fact Maybe. that there hasn't been a screen everyone, five. Everyone else, everyone else otherwise. outside of that. There's a series and people watch it and it continues. I, I haven't watched <sighs> much of it, but uh. yeah, the series is awful as well. <laughs> uh, this is a film that only I love, so I didn't pick it. Arachnophobia. Probably the same with Deep Blue Sea. I consider that one as well. It's probably not quite horror enough. I wouldn't call it horror at all, actually. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Sci-fi horror Cube, one of the best low-budget films rolling around. Hell yeah. It is really great. Um, really deep cut here from Takashi Miike, or Mikey. Audition, which just snuck into the 90s, is yeah, ends yeah, dude. the last 20 minutes in a really fucking horrendous way. <laughs> You've never seen that movie. Uh, speaking of Japanese horror films, the first Ring or Ringu was pretty groundbreaking for obvious reasons. Uh, hardware from way back in the early 90s, the guy that went off the deep end filming The Island of Dr. Moreau, he actually managed to finish a film and uh, that's pretty trippy and, and out there. Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Think of that one at all, Justin? East Coast or West Coast? No, I, I, I think it's fine. Um, it's horrifying. It gives a good performance in it, but it's. I don't. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't hold it in a very high regard, personally. Oh. I, I think it's. I think it's fine, though. I, okay, I think. It, and the last two is great. Oh, sorry, Justin. Good, good one, Michael Rooker, in one of his best yep. roles. And so. the other two, this last one, I only have gone to in absolute desperation stakes. Uh, funny games from the original one from 1997, and lastly, Ravenous, Antonia Bird's cannibal kind of horror movie. All good picks, all good picks. And I, I probably have at least eight or eight or nine here. So um, if I wanted to go another super 90s one, uh, The Faculty in 98. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I just picked that up on Blu-ray like a month ago. Man, I forgot how much I enjoy that movie. Rodriguez, man. Um, our boy John from Now in Technicolor, one of his faves, uh, Child's Play 2, of course, in 1990. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep, yep. I almost picked In the Mouth of Madness, 94. Great movie. Um, what else we got here? Uh, I love Tales from the Hood, 
a lot. Uh, I might be in the minority on that one. <laughs> uh, it's super fun to watch, man. It's super fun. Dude, uh, David David Allen Greer. I always remember him in that movie. But um, what else we got? Uh, I already said Urban Legend. Uh, I love Basket Case 2 in 1990. Uh, if you've ever oh, seen the shit. if you've ever seen the first basket case, basket case two yes. is like twice as bonkers. Love that movie. Um, what else? People under the stairs, another crazy movie. Jacob's Ladder. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Leprechaun. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I wouldn't. I mean, no. I, I I will admit that I enjoy watching Leprechaun, but putting it on a horror movie draft, no. Hell yeah, man. I have I, I separate my list. That's in like my my potential wild card list. So if we got down to but you never know, man. You might have some pull in the horror community though. <laughs> they may come out. With I one, have so. no pull. That's the problem. I have no pull in any horror community. Um, I consider it uh, way more comedy than horror, but a lot of people even consider the the second Gremlins the new batch of horror movie, and I love that movie as well. It's so, not a horror movie. I mean, would you not consider the first one, the Gremlins, a horror movie? Uh, more, more so, but I still think it's more of a. Uh, it's got horror elements. You could probably get away with that one. I would say. I would say. Comedy, family, horror. Well, because there are some great horror <laughs> elements. I mean, if you look at the original script, yeah, that would have been horror. But um, and yeah, there's still some horror in there. There's still some great, scary stuff in there. The way it's lit, the way it's shot, some scary shit happens to humans. And then if I like if, I, if I wanted to go really, really deep cut w- with a, a movie that was infamous, I grew up in a video store, and this one had a great VHS box that that actually spoke to you. I would go with 1990s Frankenhooker, guys. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> dude, I just watched it a few weeks ago. It was like fucking midnight on a Friday. It's so much fun, dude. So I wish you had to pick that. Have you seen that, Paul? Yeah, I did, but it probably <laughs> 20 years ago. Frankenhooker, uh, kids, check it out. It's it's amazing. Funny, uh, funny tidbit I have to throw in there is that when you see her in, to- in Times Square... In the background, you can tell they shot in 89 because the 89 bat symbol is behind her in one shot. They tried to hide it with the angle, but you can see it because they're promoting the film. And, yep, she's standing right there. And a subway, like a subway uh, entrance, it's behind her. Nice. Nice. I'm the only one that noticed though. So that's see, that's all they needed in in the the new it. They had they needed that that marquee in the back, and then Frankenhooker is also just walking around the back because it was around the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the box had a little button, and she talked to you, uh, which uh, I was obsessed with as a kid, just looking around at the VHS boxes. So uh, Troll Two also came out in 1990, guys. That movie's hilarious, uh, and it has some. It's horrifically bad. I don't know if I would consider it a horror movie at that point, but um, there you go. <laughs> tons, tons of great uh, options. And like I said, so we got uh, our, our board here, and like always, I'm going to put the board up. Uh, of course, the 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 episode comes out on Monday. Um, I think it's the uh, yeah, it comes out on Monday. Poll comes out on Wednesday, and the winners are announced on Friday. So. If you're listening to this, please go and vote uh, on Twitter, or you can write in your 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 favorite team on Facebook. So, um, yeah, super fun, guys. Uh, thanks, guys. Absolutely, thanks so much, man. Thank you for yeah, dude, it was a blast. Thank you for uh, for joining me tonight. Like I said, I love horror movies. I love both of your podcasts, and I know that on your respective podcasts, uh, your your 
your podcast mates just really don't like horror movies that that much. So I, Correct. I, I feel a connection to you guys is what I'm saying. So um, if you if you guys ever want to talk horror movies, I, I'm the man for you is what I'm saying. Uh, not Wayne, not not Nick. We can talk horror <laughs> movies together. We could definitely not Nick. Safe, safe definitely space don't Although Justin, I have to, and I I told him this. I've never been more surprised than when uh, I heard your guys' it review. <laughs> I was so, I was so happy. I was so happy because he he doesn't like a he doesn't like most things, but the fact that he liked that movie, which again I picked first in our Stephen King draft uh, a couple weeks ago, just overjoyed me. So uh, I have to give have to give Nick props for that at least. So. Yeah, yeah ma- no major props. I was super happy about it as well, and I stayed away from him that whole time up until we recorded. So I didn't know what he thought of it, and I was surprised, legitimately surprised. So it was a pleasant surprise. And I, I think, uh, speaking of it, I think we're beginning of uh, another burgeoning uh, horror assance. Hopefully, so bring on the horror movies. I got my movie pass guys. I'm ready to see more movies in the theaters. It's, it's the right time. Um, so there you go. There you go. So again, thanks guys for joining me tonight. Let me, let me get you guys. Um, first, Justin, uh, from Epic film guys, where can I find you and your fantastic podcast on the interweb, sir? That will be www.epicfilmguys.com and, of course, all the social media platforms. Add Epic Film Guys on Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, Twitter, which Nick runs, and I don't know what the fuck he's doing on there. Is he still posting memes and uh, GIFs of Batman versus Superman? I don't know if he is, but he probably still is. But you can find those on our Twitter, at Epic Film Guys. Speaking of, Nick, I, I know you're listening to this. Uh, Justin's here to hear this. You guys are on the hook for talking Roadhouse with me. I'm ready and willing. Patrick Swayze, l- <laughs> lube, lube yourself up. Let's talk some Patrick Swayze love. Um, I'm excited for that. Justin, you need to make this happen. Yeah, we do. We'll definitely do that. I, I honestly, I'm on the air, and I'll admit it. I totally fucking forgot. <laughs> but we'll do it, dude. If you're down to do it, let's do it. I love that movie. I'm gonna continue badgering our boy Nick about that. So there you go. Uh, Paul from Down Under, the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. Where can we find your podcast, sir? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at the Countdown PC. We're on pretty much all podcatching apps, including Podbean, I discovered the other day, even though I never contributed our RSS feed there. Uh, we host episodes on podomac.com. And obviously, if you've got an iTunes device, hit us up on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and hit that subscribe button if you're so inclined. It's uh, been a blast today. Thank you so much for the invite. Fucking love these drafts, dude. Awesome, man. Yeah, love the countdown. Shout out to our, our boy Wayne. We we gotta we gotta hook either Wayne up on an individual podcast. Like I assume, Paul, that if Wayne was gonna be on a podcast and you were on it, you would have to like hook him up with it. Then <laughs> just like Yeah, probably. <laughs> we there have been talks that there needs to be like a um a a co-host draft with like Wayne and like Chrissy and like uh, Jay from Super Movie Bros or something. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, we have to hook that up. And another uh, versus, we should do another countdown versus Epic Film Guys versus Draft in, in 2018. Ooh, yeah. Bring back the rematch for it. Definitely man. up for it. Bring back the rematch for that. So uh, thanks, guys. So um, yeah, so just my name's Justin. Obviously, if you never listened to the 
to the show before, you can find our show, uh, So I Married a Movie Geek, on Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, sometimes Stitcher, sometimes not. You never know with that. Um, but yeah, just Google us at Movie Geekcast. We're on uh, Twitter there, and we're also on Facebook. Uh, but next week, stick around. I already mentioned this earlier in the episode, is our last episode of Scary Movie Month, Shocktober. And we are doing Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. And considering one of you know our last episode on Nightmare on Elm Street when we did 2 and 3 is one of our favorite ones we've, we've ever done because we get kind of loopy talking about Freddy Krueger. So that one's going to be lots of fun. So look forward to that. Again, thank you to East Coast Justin and Paul down under for hanging out tonight and talking 90s horror. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.